Hey family, you're tuning in to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Pardon any technical difficulties as we are recording live on the Zoom platform. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Jimmy! Lights, camera, action. Some people thought I quit and I ain't giving satisfaction. From a different era, writing rhymes up on napkins. What you had to say was more important, man, than traffic. Yeah, I'm talking back to speaking of contemporary. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to wherever you are in the world, and welcome to Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. I'm your host, Jimmy Bonds, along with my co-host, Ty T. Wow, what's good, Ty? How you feeling? All good, family, all good. That's a vet. And ladies and gentlemen, joining us for the first time, I'm so glad she is joining us, no other than Miss Tiana. Tiana, how you doing over there? I'm wonderful, wonderful. Definitely. T is our new co-host. I'm so glad she's joining the team. T, why don't you tell the the family a little bit about yourself, you know, what you do, what you've been doing, your background a little bit. You know, go ahead and talk to them. Okay, um, I'm a recent graduate from Millersville University, and I'm aspiring to be a a journalist or a a TV show host or a future podcaster. We did a few pre-show talks with her, and she has some beautiful insight on so many things, so I'm so glad that she's on the show with us. Um, but family, moving right along, remember, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Family, on today's episode, we are tackling a subject that I think uh, I think is fitting for right now, that school is about to start back up. But, you know, one of the questions that has always plagued me, and I'm I'm sure it's plagued other people, is why is the cost of college tuition so high? Why does school cost so much? Why does it cost so much to go to get a degree in in higher education? Why does it cost so much for us to advance ourselves within our educational system? Um, These are questions that I just always, I always wondered. And, you know, I always felt like it, it was a racket. You know, I felt like it was, a, it was a racket that they all set us up for in order for us to get ahead or to get a job or get a good job, take care of yourself. You got to go to school, get a degree. You know, that's what you told when you were young. I, I feel like, you know, in a sense, we're being we're being robbed. And, you know, from the moment that we that we graduate high school, it's like we're already set up to fail. Um, we're already we're already going to be in debt. We already have the odds stacked up against us. And this is just, you know. You know, this is just our normal life. And when you when you think about just just when you're 18 years old and you come out of high school, like you don't know what in the world you want to do with your life. In all honesty, the pressures they put on us uh, when we come out of high school: what you want to do, what are you going to do? You know, 18, it's like, well, I don't know what I want to do. But most kids, they go to school and they take on this debt. You know, they take on they take on the the occupation of being a student because it's really a job to be honest with you the most interesting about it i'm sorry to say most interesting about it is it's like you're paying to be put in these you know stressful situations i i'm, I'm never going to say you're paying to get a piece of paper because that's not what it is the school experience is a lot more than that i feel like you're paying for you know the professors or you're paying for the administration you're paying for i mean i don't see you completely paying for the education i think they're making you pay more for the experience than actually for the education and, you know, I wanted to open up our topic of discussion on that today. And um, I thought it would probably be best if, if we got 
you know, our, our, our new co-host, Tiana, to go ahead and jump in. I know she said she did her research and she got some points. So I would love to hear what she had to say and, you know, what she found out from her research. Go ahead, T, take off and let, let, let the people know what it is. Okay. So the first thing I found that the one reason why it's so expensive is increasing on financial aid. That's, that was a big increase. Um, lack of state funding, depending on what state you are, it's more money. You're going to have to spend more. You want education, and if you leave state, it's more money to go out of state schools. It's like at least $50,000 more, I believe. Mm -hmm. Then um, faculty pay, because you know teachers don't make nothing. So no. we're paying teachers. They don't. they don't. They don't make anything at all. And then I found that this is a fun fact. So in 1987 to 1988, tuition was around $3,000. Yep. Now it's 213% higher. Yep. It's only been <laughs> not even 50 years. No. And it's that much. Yes. Imagine yes. 50 more years. It's going to be like 513. Yes. But those are some of the fun facts. And, um, you know, in other countries, sometimes it's um, free to get your education. Oh, I know. Yeah, oh, it's, I know. It, it's free. I it's know. Free. It's crazy. I know. It, it's absolutely crazy. It, you know, T, it's one of the it's one of the most upsetting things to to think about. Like they, they always say, that America is the greatest country in the world, and we rank twenty seventh in education. For as much as we paying for education, we're not even getting the best education. Exactly. You know, like that's 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 in itself. Like twenty seventh, like that's where you know developed countries might might lay twenty seventh. That's a really low number to be one of the or the superpower in the world. Uh, you know, I, see, I looked up the same thing and I found on Business in Insider that it was an article written in 2019 that it, it is financial aid is going down, mm -hmm. state yes, states state um, funding is going down. Yes. But one of the biggest things that the Business Insider article pointed out to was the demand for a college degree is going up. Yes. I found that also. And um, the schools aren't, they're not really thinking about it economically or strategy-wise to expand, mm -hmm. to, to expand really the teacher base to, to afford the students that are, that are coming in, you know? Ty, what do you feel about it, man? What, what, have you, what have you found out about it? You mentioned when they come out of school, they, they now have debt. As soon as we get out of college, we have that debt that we have to pay back. That pushed on the system right there from the start. Mm -hmm. you have to, oh, you have to work to pay that money back go to school to get a degree. So the only way you can get that degree is to go to a college. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like a supply and demand. They know you need to go to college to get the degree so they can bump up the prices as much as they want. Mm -hmm. Colleges have become corporations. Pretty much about the money for them. Right. I think a lot of people are having that problem. They'll go to, go to college for a particular field of study, but once they complete it, it's hard finding a job in that particular field. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now you have to figure out how you're going to pay this debt and also work and make a living at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's a corporational system. To me, it's a corporational system. How much more can we get out of our students? Like, for example, with college sports students, whereas they use them to generate millions of dollars, but they don't pay. You know, these students are coming to these colleges, and although they're taken care of to some of the colleges, they're paying a lot of money to learn some of them a trade. Before a trade, you can go to any workforce and just work as an apprentice and learn a trade. It took that availability away from us, that opportunity, and you have to go and get a degree. You also mentioned that these are requiring people to have degrees as well. 
Again, it's a combination of colleges becoming corporations and work hand in hand. In order for you to get into that corporate job, you need a degree, so you're gonna have to go to college. Yeah. And they don't wanna put any price that they want to onto their tuition. It upsets me that they go this way with with our students. You know, that's that's the youth. You know, these are the ones coming out, these are the ones starting their life off. You know what I mean? Like they, you know, they tell you when you graduate high school, you know, sky's the limit. Let's, you know, let's go and you know, you can achieve anything you want. I mean, it's like they sell you these pipe dreams, you know. So but when you get to school, you realize that like it's not even all that is cracked out to be. The promotion of it is key. Like, yo, come to our school and you know, we have these great facilities and our football team is great, our basketball team is great, and you know, it's just the experience. But I say it again, like, you know, I'm not pay I don't want to pay for the experience, I want to pay for the education. You know, if you can't afford, if you can afford it, as you said, Ty, if you can afford to pay the college football team's coach five million dollars a year, you can afford to go ahead and, and hire some more professors for these okay. students. If you can afford to to make sure that your basketball team every year is top notch, you can afford mm -hmm. to make sure that these students get get the the adequate services they need at all times. Like you know, th there is no second guessing. I mean, Ty, you said it best. They are corporations, and and in a sense, they they try to qualify as nonprofit corporations or nonprofit organizations. But they're corporations. The way they're set up, the way that they they move, kids fight and then have like the roughest time trying to get into these prestigious schools is going to lead them to a good job and it's going to lead them to, you know, a, a successful life. But that's not really what really happens all the time. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's so much that goes into why it costs so much, like, economically. You know what I mean? There's so much that goes into it economically. And I, I'm going to get into some numbers I researched myself. But when you think about how it's, it's just, a, it's a setup. It's a whole racket. It's not, it's not for us to win. You know, the four years kids go to school, the four years you're in school are some of the hardest times in your life. People get depressed. You know what I mean? People people are are consumed by what's going on in school. I mean, it is it is it is a whole racket. You know, they say they give you benefits because you're a student. They say you get a benefits because of this. But, you know, think about how much you pay for your room, just your room and board by itself. You know, you couldn't the amount of money you pay for room and board, you could probably pay for a, a whole year if you if you got your own place. You have, if you live on campus, you have to have a meal plan. The meal plan is another $3,000 plus than to live on right. campus. And then like the school I went to, they were building like these new dorms. So in my head, I'm like, okay, I'll do the old dorms. Maybe I'll get a little discount. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> nothing at all. No. So I moved off the campus. It's much cheaper. It really is. It is. And plus, then you don't got to follow the dorm rules. Right. So win-win for that part. I mean, <laughs> and if you're legally an adult. So, you know, you should yeah. be able to go get your own place and, you know, exactly. live, as, well, no. live as an adult. No, the campus, if you're a freshman, you cannot. I went when I was a um, sophomore slash junior. Okay. But if you, And they try to say that, I that like, if you transfer, you have to stay. Don't yeah. believe that. Yeah, Do not like, believe that. So you see, you Do see the racket is that. set up. You see the rat how the racket exactly. is set up. All freshmen coming and in have to stay in the dorms. You means yes. you have to cough up another seven thousand dollars a year exactly. to stay in the dorms, and that's mm -hmm. if that's not a racket. You have to have the right amount of credits. <laughs> right, uh, right, and you're quote unquote, yeah. Tiana, right credit credits. Exactly. <laughs> credits. <laughs> you know, it is it, it's it's the it's the biggest fallacy I've ever seen. You know, and the thing mm -hmm. about it is, I, I point this out. You know, I don't like to talk about race, but when you talk about education, you have to talk about race. You know, I, I think about how predominantly white institutions, um, what they do to their, their students. 
just the psyche of it. It costs $30,000 a year to go to school. You know, so it's like, it's like, yeah, you want to advance? Yeah, come on and pay this $30,000 a year times four. So that's $120,000 for four years that you're already going to have to cough up before you even start your life. Like mm -hmm. just, that's a, you're already a hundred thousand, you're already in the hole a hundred grand before you even jump out there. Like if that's not a racket, if that's not like mafia style, let me go ahead and, and run your pockets. I've never seen it before in my life. Like they, it's a smile and a handshake, which makes it right. You know what I mean? It's a welcome to our school. You know, you're going to get a great education. I really hope that, you know, you, you have such a great experience here. All of our community is so diverse. You know, they use that word, so diverse. And so we're such a great community and family, quote unquote. And then you end up going there and it's not even close to what that is. You know, you got kids that, that are coming there that are dying to go to school and really want to get an education, but they're coming from backgrounds where they can't really afford it. And, you know, they can't really afford to stay. So by the time they get to school, when breaks happen, you got Easter, you got Christmas, they out, they out there on the street, you know, they're out, they're out there like trying to figure out how to make it, trying to figure out, you know, where I'm going to stay during break. I mean, that's not the way it should be if it goes to school. You know, I, look, I got my wife raising her hand, but like I'm one of them because listen, listen, that look, she's telling me she had, she had sisters and babies who were sleeping in their cars during this time. My, my wife is an RA at Spelman, so she knew, she knew how, you know, how this living situation went. So, you know, that you had babies. She said she had some of her, her some of the, the students that she looked after sleeping in cars on breaks because they homeless. But you pay $40,000 a year to go to school and you're homeless. You know, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to get so animated or passionate about it, but it's, 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 it's one of those things where, you know, they, they set you up. You know, it's not it's not set up for all students. And I mean, even for my white, my white students, they not all of them have the finances or the equity to go to school and afford what they have to afford. You know what I mean? So you, you, I, I beg to, I beg the question again. Why does school cost so much? Why is it so expensive? Why is this racket continuing to happen? And why do these systems fight against us having a free education? Us, us getting able to learn what it is that we have to learn. I feel like if you're smart enough to be a rocket scientist or take engineering, if you're smart enough, you should qualify, regardless of the fact. If you're smart enough. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not a rocket scientist, so I'm not going to be trying to be a rocket scientist. But if, if, I'm, if I'm smart enough to be one, I shouldn't have to think, man, this is going to cost me a lot of money to, to be with who I want to be. You know what I mean? This is America, for crying out loud, as they say. This is America. So if this is America, we gotta, you got to know, like, you have to demand more for the money you spend. You have to. Before we take this quick break, you know, and I'm going to get the team back in. I know I've been ranting and rambling, but, you know, this, this thing gets me passionate. Um, I'm just going to put out there, I'm going to say how much money I have in student debt. So everybody knows that this, I'm, I'm not just speaking from a cat that's just like, yeah, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right now, technically, right now, I owe about $75,000 in student debt. Oh. And I'm not going to tell you how much my wife owes. And I'm not going to tell you that I have not got my bachelor's degree yet. I want to explain this to you. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm one of probably millions in this country who have, who have this situation. You know how hard it is to go buy a house when you have student debt? You know how hard it is to buy a house when you buy a car when you have student debt? You know how hard it is to do anything when you have student debt? You, you got to know that this is not a fair system. It's not made mm -hmm. for us. And when I say us, I'm, I'm talking about the... the the percentage of people who are in this economic bracket, and I mean race included, because all of us 
all of us have to pay these bills. <laughs> you know what I mean? Money has no money has no color. Money has no color. If we want to get a degree, <laughs> if we if we want to go to school, want to get a better job, they say bettering yourself. If you want to better yourself, quote unquote, uh-huh. then you have to go to school. And mm-hmm. you know, then that's that's the foundation of this country. That's what it was built on. I'm gonna take this quick break so I can cool down and and get my team back on. But family, you know, if you if you like or you have any comments or questions you want to call us in, you call us at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. You'll listen to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Michael from Upper Darby. This is the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Welcome back to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Now, family, before the break, we were discussing our topic, which is why does the college tuition cost so much? And I thought on this on this segment, it would be a real interesting thing if um, our, our new co-host, Tiana, talk a little bit about her experience in school and what it was like in school. You know, just I really want I really want to get a firsthand word about going to school. I went to online school. So, I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's different than going to a brick and mortar. So I would love to see what, you know, a brick and mortar experience was. And did you really feel like it was worth everything you paid for? I feel like it was, for me, I feel like it was worth it. Just to get out there. I'm a people person. You got, you got out there and you meet all kinds of people from different countries, different everything. So that part was. But for the educational part, I feel like some, it depends on your professor also. Like it depends on if you can relate to your professor. Some people just didn't care. If you came to class, you came to class. They don't care. They're getting paid. So it all depends. And you, it's what you make it. So like I joined clubs also. You have to join clubs if you go to college. Just don't sit in the dorm doing homework. You have to join clubs. You have to get out there because the more people you know and you meet, the better, the better your college experience will be and the better, the more opportunities you'll get in the future. But all in all, for me, it was worth it, but somewhat. I would say someone I could have did without it, but I went. So by me going, I feel like it better suited me for me to 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 do it. But you don't really have to. What were some of your biggest challenges? Uh waking up. Um <laughs> my, <laughs> I would say, huh. My biggest challenges were was adapting. But first the first year when I was like, um, because like it's completely different from home. Like I've lived at home my whole life and then I'm going there and I'm like, then I'm living in a dorm with a complete stranger I don't know. That was very difficult. I, Cause I'm more of me. I don't like all of that. Like how I live is how I live, how you live, take it over there. But that's, that was the biggest thing. But after the year and after I moved out and like I got my own stuff, it was better. It was. But I, do, I did enjoy the experience with my roommate, I must say, because she did teach me stuff and I taught her stuff. And then I moved out with other people that I knew, that I thought I knew. But I, that's when you, you start, when you're moving with somebody, you start to realize you don't know the person as well as you thought you did. <laughs> Ain't that the <laughs> truth? You're you going to learn that in every relationship you're in. <laughs> but I've learned. But for me, it was worth it. 
but to everybody you can just like you can you can go to a trade and get the same experience really you really can it all depends on how you want to pursue your future that's really that's what it comes down to and like i said teachers get paid whether or not you come or not so really it's really it's on in, you, right? It's in your hands, exactly. This is right. really in your hands. It's really on you. Not mommy, not daddy, not grandpa, not grandma. It's you. If you flunk out, it's because of you. If you pass, it's because of you. Yeah, yeah. So you can blame. You can't blame anyone else at all. You, you know, T. I, I mean, I listen. I listen to a lot of what you were saying. You know, the one thing that stands out to me that that really was a star was the fact that it seemed like you went to school and you got the experience and you enjoyed the experience, but it was really more about networking than it was about school. Basically, basically. And when like I, when my teacher I, told me, it's not what you know, it's who you, it's who you know, because then you get more opportunities. My dad always said that too. And then my teacher said, it's, that's what it is, it's networking. You have to find the right people to get the right people to get you that job. Okay. Sounds like a corporation. It sounds, it does not, does not okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, now I'm gonna uh, let's go a little further on that. If I'm paying thirty five thousand mm -hmm. dollars a year to go to school, I'm really paying thirty five thousand a year to network. Nope. That's a hell of a networking bill. And I'm gonna tell you, family, I'm an introvert. Like I'm gonna tell you right now, as much as I'm doing a podcast and I'm out here and all that kind of stuff, Ty, I tell you, I'm an introvert. So if I went to school with brick and mortar, I wouldn't want to talk to none of y'all let alone be around you, let alone network with you, let alone any of that. Like, what you on and what I'm on are two different things. And that's what I would have been in school. I can tell you that right now. My classmates who was at high school could have told you that about me. I mean, am, am, I, am I being charged to network and go to school and learn? Or am I being charged just to be, make friends and relationships that get me to my next step? I always feel like you got to use school for what it's for. So this is what I propose. This is what I propose to all my students who are listening. This is what I propose. You can no longer look at school like I have to go and I have to pay. You can't look at it like that no more. You have to start looking at it like I have to go to school and I'm going to start getting something from them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start demanding more for my dollar from them. And I'll tell you why. I'll give you a stat right here just so you understand. According to the Federal Reserve in New York, this is the same article I was reading from the Business Insider. According to the Federal Reserve in New York, for every amount of financial aid dollar that, that goes in, for every amount that goes out, there is a cost of 65 cents that increases the tuition. So for every amount of financial aid that we apply for, for Pell Grants to loans and everything, the tuition across the board goes up 65 cents. If that's the case, we have to think about it. If we're gonna be paying for this and paying back for this, we have to get more out of it. And not only do we have to get more out of it, we have to demand more from these administrations. Now, I'm gonna go back a little further. My mom went to HBCU, she went to Howard. Back in the 60s, okay? My mom was always fighting the administration at Howard University because they just didn't get it right. They wasn't getting it right, okay? To this day, there are students at Howard University's campus that are doing the exact same thing, still fighting for their dollar, still fighting for the resources they need for the amount of money they pay. And so I'm saying we cannot have the philosophy of be like, 
hey, I'm going to school and I got to pay for this. We have to be like, if this was what I'm investing in, I want more. Period. Point blank. And before, and, and so all my kids out there who might be 18, about to graduate this year, or this is their senior year, they're about to start college, whatever. Listen to what I'm telling you. Don't rush to school until you know what it is you want to do. Because if you don't, you will end up like me. You will end up like millions of other people who are paying back student loans for stuff they probably shouldn't be paying back for. You know, if I'm going to pay $40,000, $30,000 a year to, to network, I think I want more for my networking dollars. That's just my opinion. That's the way I feel about it. I think it's the biggest thing right there. I didn't realize that, but I think that networking is key. Because you have a lot of startup businesses that come from college students coming together. Don't they? And networking with each other and starting up a business. A lot of yeah. businesses start up that way. Yeah. And I never looked at it like that, but I think if you go into the college system with that mindset that you're going to go in there and network to further enhance your business down the line, then... Yeah, you can go in there with that concept and just network with people exactly. that's on the same page as you are. So exactly. I can see that being the case. Exactly. But again, exactly. as far as the tuition, that, that's all based on corporation dollars. They got to pay the faculty. They got to pay that coach. They got to brand the school. So they're going to charge. Yeah, that's just part you. of it. Part <laughs> they are. Unless you have a special skill that they, they thought they could profit off of, they're going to charge you. You know, it's it's it's. it's, it's, it's you know, were you able to network with anybody? I was able to network at like the um job fairs. They do offer a lot of job fairs now, and by the clubs, okay. I was able to network. Like I was part of NBS National Broadcast Society. They mm -hmm. took trips to California to network yourself and things like that. Mm -hmm. But that's about it. Like you have to join a club. If you're not joining a club, what's the point? Even if it's one. Okay. Then I was part of like, let's say my the one club I was telling you guys about. That's in the later podcast, so I won't mention the name. Um, <laughs> that was a good networking opportunity, also too. So basically, it's an investment. Like that's your big first big purchase. You think your car is your big purchase, but that's your big purchase you're doing. It is. Going it to is. Google. It is. And and you think about the first big purchase. It's like, you know, I'm I'm a kid who I didn't go to school initially out of high school. I went to, I went to work. I started working. So and at 18, I just worked, I was in the banks. I worked my way up through the banks. By 26, I was a manager. When you think about when you think about that, you can say, well, you know, there are ways to advance yourself without having to go to school. However, you know, I, I reached the cap. I couldn't make more money unless I had gone back to school. There, so there's there's a caveat. So what am I what am I to do? Now I'm not I'm thinking about my time. You know, I'm thinking about my lifespan. I'm thinking about four years out of five, four to six years out of my life that I have to give to this thing, you know, in order for me to make some more money to go get a better job. Now, I think about that even in terms of right now when the coronavirus with the pandemic going on and people out of work, you know, and no, really not a lot of people hiring, what is your degree worth then? You know, how much yeah. how much of a smart investment was it then? Some of the most some of the richest people in this country didn't go to four-year schools. They're, they're, they're entrepreneurs. They're not, they're not college degree grads. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, that's just a fact of the matter. And I mean, I don't know. I don't think Bill Gates went to, went to college. He was fired at 20 years old, became a millionaire. Oh, right. he was fired at 23, became a millionaire. Uh -huh. You don't have to go to school. No, you don't went to school. With the way the industry is today, which is with as much people on the internet and the streams of income and the way, you know, you, you can get out exactly. there and build your brand. Like, you, you, really, you really don't need to go to school. 
how can they tell you, how can we always be like in our community, you know, when you, when you go back to school, they'd be like, yeah, you're doing good for yourself. All right, that's way to go ahead. Yeah. Go back to school. You're doing good for yourself. But it's almost like they're selling, like, yeah, go ahead. You just spent $50,000. Go ahead. Great job. Way to do it. Cheer you on. 50K. Way to go. That's that's really what it's saying. It's not saying like, you know, like, yo, you're trying to, you're trying to educate yourself to be better because I get in some of these classes and I'll be like, yo, I know this already. And I know this from just reading. Like outside of something, you know what I mean? Like not like experience, not not from going to college. <laughs> Here's the other part of the racket that's crazy, and I know I'm I'm going in right now. Here's the other part of the racket that's crazy, is that if I want to be, let's say, like I said, I, I was I took I was in banking, so I, my my background was finance. If I want to focus on finance, why do I need classes in biology or geography? Or yeah, right. Or you know, it, it's it's almost like this this quote unquote marketing scheme, but they're like we want to make this whole we want to make you a whole student, or we want to make this whole citizen. Like you know what I mean? It's like it's like why am I paying extra for things I don't need to pay for? I don't need biology if if I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? Like there are people with degrees that make less money than people that drive the bus. Tell me I'm wrong. You know, and I'm not saying, and I'm not saying people that pick up trash is a bad is a bad job. No, I respect it highly. I'm saying, as much praise as they give it, you know, and as much adoration as they they put on the education, you think you would think that you would you would you know receive more from it, because after those four years in school, after the time that you spend, you graduate, and then you hit the real world. Ain't care less you got a degree. Real world, okay, you went to school for four years. They care less. I'm a black man. I get pulled over. You think he's going to be like, hey, Jimmy, you went to Strayer. I think you're a good guy. Like, no. <laughs> like, no. Like, that's not the way it goes. You know, we, we have to understand that, you know, you got to use school for what it's for. If you're going to use it for advancement, use it for advancement. If you're going to use it for networking, use it for networking. But understand that, you know, what you're paying for mm-hmm. is what you're paying for. If you feel like you're not getting that much more out of what you're paying for, then this time that we got to change the system. You mentioned like people that, you know, millionaires, they didn't go to college. But you do have people that go to college to get the degrees to go and work for somebody. So they need that degree to go and work for a company or a corporation. Whereas if you're going in there with the mindset that you're going to own your own corporation or company, I think that's two different things. You know, okay. whereas you're going there to, get the education so that you can go apply for a particular job in that particular field and earn a living. As mm-hmm. opposed to the rich people that are making billions of dollars without going to college, their mindset is that of a corporation or entrepreneur. They don't need that particular education because they have a, a background in money. They know money. So they're focusing on building their business and building their brand and if you're going to do that, you don't need that particular education that the colleges are giving you. I mean, I, I feel the same way. I, I, I mean, it, like I said, you got to use it for what for what it's worth. You know, for what what you're using it for. You know, okay. Tiana, what was your major? My major was communications, concentration, broadcasts. <laughs> the same thing my daughter went for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it's a good it's a good um it's a good major to go because with the communication part. You can get you can do anything with the communication like you become yes. a, um a speech therapist do what i want to do be on tv um go across <laughs> seas and teach english to people and things like the communication part is so broad but yeah. i concentrate on the broadcast do just to have something that i can fall back on 
Just yeah. like, hey, if I do want to do this, I can do it. Yeah. But it teaches you everything. It teaches you how to um, write different ways, be, like how to talk, basically how to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like then I was thinking about becoming um, a public speaker. I could do mm-hmm. that with that degree. Like you mm-hmm. can do stuff with a lot of communication. Just don't go to school for liberal arts. That is so pointless. <laughs> that is so pointless. That's the party. That's the party degree. That's the that's the exactly. let's, let's get it on. That's the party and degree. Don't go to school yeah. just the party. I actually show up to the class once in a while. That's all I'm saying. I know oh, this girl, she didn't come nothing. Listen, see, <laughs> see, see how you gonna have all people with liberal arts hitting us up talking about that. Don't be talking about my liberal arts degree. You know I got I my liberal arts degree. <laughs> I'm not coming at it, but that's a good for freshmen. I I say take liberal arts, but by your freshman. sophomore year, have a thought. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I took liberal arts for the first three months, and I could do what I wanted. Listen, you know the one thing from one thing about school is that like. I didn't know what I wanted to do when I went when I was 18. Well, I, 18? I didn't know what I wanted to do. They tell you, they tell you make these choices like like your life is over by the time you get to 26. Like what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. Time out. You mean to tell me I can't, I, I gotta, I gotta rush this real quick. I gotta make these decisions real fast. Because if I if, if I don't make these decisions real fast, I'm gonna be behind somehow. It's always those kind of those kind of toss-ups in a way. You know, it's always those kind of toss-ups. No, because what you said is right, like I just turn 26 and like how they want how society wants you to be at this age it's like it's not realistic right now like I, when I was young, I'm like oh I'm gonna do x y and z by the time I'm 25 then 21 came and said there's no possible way I can do x y and z by the time I'm 25 no one that's a lot of work and no. I've got the type of time and I'm 20 I still have I still have the rest of my life to figure out I had people in my class that were 80 and they're like, we're coming because we're still figuring out. Life is about figuring out stuff. You don't have, there's not a certain time for everything. That's what I had to learn. Like, I already knew that, but like, I, I'm hard-headed to myself. So mm-hmm. I had to like teach, but like, it, it's, it's not worth it. And if you're going, you're, all you're going to do is drive yourself crazy. If you want to fit into society's timeline. That's what I learned. Go ahead. No, I mean, that's, that, that's what I'm, I mean, I'm always telling you about that, you know, like, I'm always talking about challenging the norm, challenging what what people think about society and why society is this way. Like, it, look, that's that's what I'm about. That's what the show is about. We're challenging mm-hmm. all the concepts of of why these things are that way. Like, no, my grandmother was 70 when she got her associate's degree. She was yeah. 70, but she went back and got a degree. That's what she wanted to do. That's what she wanted to do. And there is no uh, there is no time limit on this life unless the day God calls you home, and you, unless you know it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Other than that. You have to you have to understand that life is about is about trying to find out what you want to do. Exactly. That's gonna make you happy. At 18, they tell you they tell you start making choices that, that grown adults make. You know, that the adults like for the rest of their life have to figure out. In other countries, they would advise you to take a year off before you go to school to try to yeah. figure out what it is that you know that you want to do with your life. Because you just spent 12 years of education in in a setting. Or in a you know in a in a whole psychological situation, and now you have to do something completely different, which is why Tiana, you even said you know you had to adapt. That was one of the biggest mm-hmm. adjustments you had is is the adaption to it. Most of the kids that get to school, they're not used to living by themselves. They're not used to paying for their own stuff. They're not used to feeding themselves. They're not used to any of that. So the, the shock, the the big shock of it, you owe you gonna you gonna owe us a hundred a hundred over a hundred thousand when you're done here. And I'm gonna need some more money for the books. So 
you need to go. So it's it's like a constant. You got to cough up something to keep going every year. And why yeah. are they still usually over the years? Value decreases, not increases. Right. You know, there's a there's a generation of us trying to figure out what happened. What happened? We had fun in school, and after after we was done partying, we woke up and we realized that we was a hundred thousand dollars in debt. We was trying to figure out why. You know, like and and Ty, I always say you hit on a good point. Like you 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 really have to use your, your use your degree for what you're supposed to use it for. You go to school with a, with a mindset of I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Or I'm going to school to get this degree so I can work for somebody with this particular skill set. Those are the things that I'm always thinking about. But Tiana, you said something that that was key. You said they don't tell you. Yeah. They will give you all the benefits and tell you all the features, but never tell you what the negative the negative uh, aspects of it are or what the repercussions of results are. They don't tell you. They, your, your high school teachers, your counselors don't tell you this. They tell you, let's get you in school. They don't They, they don't tell you how much it's gonna cost you when you're gonna be called, it's gonna cost so much money. They don't tell you, You it might be times when your meal card is empty and you ain't gonna be able to eat. It, I mean, but they quick to take that meal back. They sure are. They sure are. They sure they, quick, they quick to kick you out of school if you ain't paid, if you ain't paid that bill. If you keep a book by accident, you don't walk across that stage from the library. They I'm want everything. Saying. You pay I'm, all this money with all these little quirks. Yep. Yep. Quirks and all that stuff. The littlest thing can get yep. you for paying all that money and not yep. walking across that stage. Yep. I I am not anti-school. All right. I am not anti-education. I am not anti, you know, the American system. I am anti-robbing people and putting them in debt for the rest of their life. That's what I'm anti. I'm anti pushing people back from advancing themselves because of the fact that they are restricted from the money that they, they owe. You're not being allowed to live your full life because of what, what you've been held back for, but yet I have a degree to show for it. That's what I'm anti. So I, I need all the listeners to know that like I'm not anti, you know, you going to school and you know, I'm just pointing out things that this is the way the system is set up and that it's unfair. And that there's some changes that need to be made, you know? That, that's just, that's what I am. Family, we're going to take a quick break. It's Jimmy Boss Podcast at Philadelphia Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Michael from Upper Darby. This is Jimmy Boss Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Welcome back to the Jimmy Boss Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. I'm your host, Jimmy Bonds. I'm here with my co-host, T.Y., and our new co-host, Tiana. What's good, T? You still over there with us? I am. I am. Yes, yes, yes. Family, when we, right before we went to the break, we had two other segments. We were talking about um, our topic of the day, which is why is college tuition, why does college tuition cost so much? You know, one of the things that we were covering were you know the aspects of it as far as the tuition and why the costs are going up and you know the demand for the degree uh they're not paying the professors you know just the amount of stuff the that um goes into the school experience you know and and Todd was pointing into the fact that these schools are treated or they, they operate as corporations um they operate as, as businesses and and on this segment, I wanted to really talk about, is the cost of school worth it? 
And I want to talk about just <laughs> why I why I had to pose that question because according to certain stats, um, the college degree has lost value to what it used to be. Nowadays, a bachelor's degree is considered like a high school diploma. And unless you get a master's degree, you really ain't making that real money. But even if you got a master's degree, you still ain't doing it. You got to get a doctorate. So, you know, it, it, it goes to a point of there's a system, there's a systematic way of, of them cutting us at the, at the knees, I would say, you know. I wanted to, I want, first of all, I definitely wanted to bring Ty in and ask Ty, you know, how he felt about this, like how they use education against us in a way. It's, it's you know, they, they use what you know against you or what you don't know against you, shall I say. And we talked before when I mentioned to you about can education be used as, as a genocidal tool? Like, can you get education and actually set you back as opposed to moving forward? A lot of our school systems are set up that way. Education can be used as a genocidal tool to start you out when you're young. They're teaching you the old educational system. Like, it hasn't been updated here in America. So we're still learning the system of, you know, doing math and English just to get a basic job, and we don't have those basic jobs here anymore. Whereas the system should be set up where children in elementary are learning more about IT, because that's what it's going to. Computers, data, streaming, everything's IT now. If the educational system is not suited for what's going on today or what's going on in the future, a lot of us are going to fail or take on this debt because we're getting an education, but we can't apply it to what we want to do because those opportunities are not there. That's like buying a car with no engine in it. I mean, mm. I got this car, but there's no engine in it. What am I going to do with it? Right. So we have this right. education, but we really can't do too much with it because the job opportunities have changed. Okay. Everything is high tech, state of the art, uh, IT, cloud-based, you know, communications. Again, Tiana, she's in a perfect field. It's just finding her spot. Mm -hmm. Does she want to go work for someone or mm -hmm. does she want to brand herself, build mm -hmm. her business, mm -hmm. get her LLC, get mm -hmm. her dude number and start just branding herself, mm -hmm. you know, as far as communications. Again, when I was telling you before about college tuitions, when you get these college tuitions and loans, they're never given to you directly. The name is put on the check for the college. And what you do is you agree to pay for the loan, but you never got the money. Mm. That's how they start you off with the debt. They get yep. you to agree to accept the loan for that college. You get a loan to go to Temple for $100,000. And Fannie Mae or whoever, they give you the, they give you the loan, you qualify for it. <laughs> but if they send you the check, the check is going to have Temple's name on it, you have to give that check to Temple. That your and, and you just sign off saying, okay, I'm going to get this loan for Temple, and I'm going to pay it back. That's basically what you're doing. You know? And yep. whether if you go through your four years of college and you become successful, that's great. But what about the millions that don't make it, yep. that don't even complete college? Yep. Or those that do complete it, but they can't get into the field that they study for? I wanted to, One of the things in the topic I want to talk about, too, was um, the effects that the cost of school have on the students, you know, psyche and the students' uh, pressures, shall I say. And I wanted to talk about just how a lot of times um, the pressures of school cause a lot of students to really have a lot of breakdowns emotionally, 
sometimes physically. I mean, we're talking about everything from anxiety to depression, suicide, weight gain. I mean, we're we talking about it all. We, you know, the pressures of school and the, really the pressures of life, all the things they tell you when you go to school, you got to finish at 24. You got to do this for 22. You got to finish. You got to make sure you get your degree. You know, you ain't get your degree, you consider it a failure. You, you know, if you're not, if you don't have your apartment and your car, then, you know, you ain't nothing. Like, the, those pressures at such a young age, I, I mean, it's heartbreaking, to be honest with you. It's developed a system of, of, of need for these kids that I don't think that these, these schools are providing. You know, even with the student services or anything like that, these these students are in need of more than what they get when they get to school. They're needed of more. They needed more counseling. They needed more advice for how they're moving forward. You know, the challenges we had when we were young time not the same challenges of, of of the younger generation. You know, how they navigate through those things is a little bit different than what we had to do. I find that the pressures that they face to succeed early sometimes affects how how they live their life. And see, you know, I don't know, I don't know how you feel about that, T, but you know, I definitely wanted to get your your outlook on that. I agree. Because we're supposed to succeed by 30, we have to have everything done, really. Or or 30 or or earlier. Like everything has to be done, or you're just at a standstill. They make it seem like. But it's not true. Right. It's not true at all. But you don't realize that until you start growing up. Right. Until you like right. finally are out on your own. You're like, wow, I can't just graduate and have this this and this our parents work for this this and this mm-hmm. we're just not getting it mm-hmm. I re- some people realize that but some people don't and then the people that don't realize it i feel like they have a, t- a tougher time adjusting to adulthood it's like a slap in the face where people i'll just say me for example we know it's going to be hard yeah. so you have a better you have a better chance to adapt into society into quote unquote society, right? Exactly. To be a good citizen. Yeah. But uh, you know, but are those pressures fair? Are they fair pressures? I don't think they are. Just like the pressures, like how women were back in the day, they were expected to do this. Now they judge us for not doing that because we want to get an education because we want to work. You guys didn't have to. You guys should. You guys didn't really have to. Now times are different. We want to work. We have rights. That's the thing that changed. We ha- we can do it now. That's the only thing that really changed. We can do it. So I feel like they, I feel like it's pressure and it's judgment for people who want to do things like this because let's just say the 60s, way different mindset, way mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't have thought of anything that we're doing now for men and women. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. also feel like it's, it's, a, it's a struggle in both, in both um, sexes. It's a struggle. It really is. It is. Men it had is. to do... X, Y, and Z to provide for X, Y, and Z. But now just take your time. Take your time and figure it out before you have to start providing for a family. Provide for, like, just doing anything. Just take your time. That's all I'm saying. That's what I really, I'm always preaching it to everybody. Yo, take your time. Please take mm-hmm. your time. The pressures of life or, or the pressure society puts on us to live, when we live our life, they're not, it's not that they're unattainable, but they're unrealistic. That's really the word I'm looking for. They're unrealistic. I mean, really, they're just unrealistic. It is no way in the world at 18 that you know who you are and where you're going to go. No way in the world. And People your interest, that. Right. Your interest at 18 will not be your same interest at 40. Believe me. Exactly. Your interest, at, your, your interest when you were 12 is not the same interest when you were 18. So 
you can't ask, you can't, you can't tell a person or demand a person to know what it is they want to do with their life. If they haven't had the experience to figure that out. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'll give you an example. I, I, I do music. I've, I've been doing music for 20 years. If I had never had the experience of getting on stage and, and performing my music, I wouldn't know what, what that was like. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know that, that this was something I really wanted to do. But if, if somebody told me that, you know, that I had to go to school to do this and blah, 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 you know, it would kind of make me feel like, like I'm, I'm already put this barriers already put up against me. You know, yes. there's, there's already things that, that, that are there. So you, you got to think about how people, they, they put these parameters up or these ways we're supposed to live or they put us in these boxes and they say you're supposed to live in these boxes. You're supposed to operate in this manner. Yeah. This makes you a good person. And if you don't operate in this manner, there's something wrong with you. You know what I mean? But in, in actuality, here's, here's the key about it. Everybody's circumstances are different. So the boxes they are, they're trying to throw us all in, we don't fit in. We can't fit in that box. Mm -mm. So, and and if we're all if we're all trying to get to a certain destination, and they're all throwing us in the same box, how are we all gonna get out that box? I think that box is a value judgment, and they're they're putting a value on that box, and it's not the same value that we carry. That's like saying like a child in the fourth grade, he's hyper. You know, he he's, his attention span is not there. He's hyper. Right. That would be a value judgment. Right. Because if you know what hyper is, then God must have told you what normal is. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like value judgments, and they make us conform to their value judgments. Right. And sometimes we can conform to them. We got to right, create right. our own box. We do. We have to create not even a box, because we should be out of boxes. We yeah. should, the only time we should be in a box is when we're gone. You have to create your own reality. That's yes. the thing. You got to yes. create reality for yourself, for not yourself. for society. Not for society. But you know, the, the, until but until we, we start start marketing that and start put, not not preaching that but start putting it out there so this is what people see you know the yeah. pressure society are going to continue to mm -hmm. you know make our students fall fall victim to the depression and anxiety and suicide that we have seen on a continuous basis mm -hmm. and the suicide family is not just about this does not happen just in white culture there are african americans who are committing suicide right now you know what i mean they're, and they're young these people are young with a future ahead of themselves who might feel like they don't have nobody to talk to or they have the, the, the society pressures have got put them in a box. This is why we need to stop putting people in boxes and stop telling people you have to go to school to become who you're supposed to be. It, it, it is an aggravating thing for me to watch. It's an aggravating thing for me to go through personally. This way people feel. I'm telling you people feel like this. I know they feel like this because I've heard them feel like this. There's nobody that says, I'm going to enjoy paying $120,000 to go to school. You don't enjoy paying that money. You, there's no enjoyment out of that. So, so, but I mean, Ty, you bring it up. Like you, you see, you talk about the educational genocide. You talk about how your SATs and your, S and, your, and your ACTs have to be a certain way in order for you to get this education. I'm telling you from a personal experience, I was a better student in college than I was in high school. I was a better person in college than I probably was. I'm not saying I was a bad person in high school. I'm saying just as far as being a well-rounded individual, I was a better person in, in, in college than I was in high school. So you can't judge my 12 years, my, my last four years in high school on whether I'm going to be good, good in college or not. You have to look at people for who they are, what they want to do, you know, what the direction they want to go with in their life. And that's that's the true American freedom. That's the freedom is the ability to control your own destiny. We don't have control of our destiny. 
How you, how you control your destiny if you, you gotta you gotta work to pay something back all, all the time? It's a work to pay system. It's not a it's not a go to school and, and not not a work to take care of your family. It's a work to pay. So if if I'm working to pay all day and I can't get ahead, you're right. I might feel like the pressure of society might jump on me. You're right. I might feel like I'm, I'm, I might want to commit suicide. You're right. I might feel like I'm, my anxiety and depression has gotten me out of here. You're right. The suicide part, I'm unfamiliar with that. I don't know, if Tiana, if you experienced anyone in college with, like, suicidal issues? There have been a couple at my school. There's been a couple deaths. I don't know if they're all related to, like, the pressures, but there have been. I think on, they say that 60% of people in, in colleges will try to commit suicide due to pressure. Do they have, like, counseling or help for college students that... Oh, yeah, they do have counseling. But they don't tell you that they have counseling. They That's don't. the thing you have to see. You have to like seek it by yourself. Like they'll they'll show like fly, like flyers and stuff, but they'll just put flyers on a table in like your main auditorium wherever you're going. But they won't say X, Y, and Z. It'll be on the website, but it's not. It's in fine print. It's that fine print again. You have to like really look. But I feel like they, I feel like colleges need to be more open and show like we have the resources put on a broad built uh bulletin like show that there are resources there football game on friday but don't yeah. care about your mental health do you think there's a lack of resources for the students i think there is on the campuses okay. i feel but i do since i've been out i do see on the news like um schools are starting to get better with it because there's been so many deaths but why are you guys just now starting to get better with it People shouldn't have to die for you to get better at this. You know, there's, there isn't a vaccine we have to look for for suicide. You have to go and talk to these people and find out what's going on with them and ha allow them to be in a safe space and open up to you and talk to you. That's what it is. It, it has such a, a bad connotation on it, but people have to understand the pressures of life or the pressures that school puts on you or the pressures your parent puts on you, the pressures that, that just living every day. You don't know how, what that is for an 18-year-old. And I'm gonna tell you, for example, at 21, I lost my hair because of the pressures of life. I, I, I think about that in terms of the students out there that are going through these pressures, the students out there that don't feel like they have nobody to talk to, you know, and I'm gonna make sure before this, this segment is over, we, we put those numbers out there for the suicide hotline nationally and locally in Philly. But I need everybody to understand that, you know, the pressures out there are real. And for you guys out there who, who are not understanding your, 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 your fellow students and the pressures they face and the circumstances they face, I need you to open up a little bit more. I need you to, to you, if you claim you woke, I need you to be a little bit more woke. If you claim you see it, I need you to really see it. If you see your friend and you see him suffering, I need you to go talk to him. I need you to open, I need you to take time, get off social media and talk, take time and talk to him and figure out what's going on with him. Because we, we, can, we can do better people. We can do better. I know this was, this was something about, you know, why the school costs so much and why, you know, <laughs> is, is it worth it? You know, but at the end of the day, when, when you have these kind of results, you start wondering, is it worth it? You know, but in America, the mighty dollar rules all. So a lot of us feel like we know that in order to, to live and survive, we got to go get that. We got to get that degree. You know, on this show, I definitely want to make sure... Um, I dedicate this show to somebody in particular, somebody that, that was close to Tiana, our friend Tyler. We want to definitely do this in his memory and make sure that, you know, we that we speak up about this issue 
Um, so I, I pray for him and his family and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go too much more into that. I just want to make sure that, that you all know out there that we pay attention to these things and these things come, come to my desk and my table and I'm not afraid to talk about it. So I need everyone just to know that like, look, man, school is school. It's a business, it's a corporation like anything else. We don't have to take it as seriously as we do. And life is more than school. Ty, I, I ain't gonna say nothing else about it, bro. Um, I want you to go ahead and say, you know, let you and Tiana finish out what y'all gotta say and I'll close the show out, man. Uh, you, you pretty much said it right there, you know. I mean. Is it worth it? That's all you gotta say. Is it worth it? Yeah. Is it worth you going to school and paying all that money, like you said, and not succeeding, quote unquote, in society's standards, or are you succeeding in your own standards? Because at the end of the day, it's what you feel and what you think about yourself. Mm. When you look in the mirror, are you happy with that person? Man, see, that's, that's a if good If you had to do it all over again, Tiana, what would you change? Well, I don't live in regrets. But <laughs> one thing I would change... <laughs> I don't... Like, I, like, I had to go through that to become me right now. So I That's personally real. wouldn't change anything, but I would add to it. That's real. I wouldn't yeah. change it, though. I would yeah. add some stuff to it, like joining a sorority. That's the main thing that I would add. That was the main thing I wanted to do. I can still do it, but I would like that I would add to it. Don't regret anything really? you do. That's not living. That's that, not that ain't living at all. You're right. You're right yeah. about that. But you got to learn from your mistakes. All I right. told you I have an old soul. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. But T, well, listen, T, before we go, I want to make sure we put the, the hotline numbers out there. Can you make sure you okay. read the number out for the family, the um, national hotline, for national suicide hotline, that is? Yes, the national suicide hotline, if you guys need to talk to somebody, if you're going through something and you feel like you have nobody to talk to, is 1-800-273-8255. And I'm going to repeat this. It's 1-800-273-8255. And please reach out. If you feel you know somebody or you're going through yourself, please, please, please reach out. It's not too late. And it's not, it's nothing to ask for help. No, Just to talk to somebody. It's not anything. That's yeah. right. It's nothing, yeah. That's right. Family, if you're in a local area and you in local area, Philadelphia, that is, uh, there is a line, a Philly warm line that you can call at 215-686-4420. Again, that's 215-686-4420. That's the Philly warm line. You can call or text. This is for people that know someone or someone that are having suicidal tendencies, suicidal thoughts. You make sure you call and reach out to somebody. I'm glad that we had this conversation. I'm glad we started talking about this. I definitely know that this will be a conversation we will continue. This is an issue that I think we all face as Americans. And I know we face particularly as black Americans. Um, this is definitely something that is a, that, that is, that holds us back from advancing. So I definitely appreciate everybody tuning in. Fam, that's going to wrap the show. We want to thank you for listening to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We ask you to leave your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Now, remember, family, we are still in a COVID-19 pandemic. So please, please, please remember to wash your hands, wear a mask, and practice social distancing. Also, remember to take nothing for granted and value every opportunity you have with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. For in these times, 
Every moment is sacred. So until the next episode, you can find me on Go Hope Road, screaming, stay up, don't sleep in your dreams. I'm Jimmy Bonds, and I'm out. Fight on, come on.